Good morning and welcome to Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. I am your host, Pat Donovan. Whoops, there goes my mic, I didn't mean that. I am your host, Pat Donovan, with KSVU 90.1 FM. And this is Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch, like I said. And uh, this is the weekend of September 11th. And um, I am 20 years out from when I sat in Ballston, Virginia at the National Science Foundation and everybody was told to come into the conference room and um, say, look at this, oh my God, the terrorists hit the um, the Twin Towers and we watched them and we watched it fall and uh, we got the word to evacuate and where I worked in National Science Foundation where I lived in Laurel, Maryland was about a 60 minute drive on a typical day maybe with some traffic an hour and a half and we had to uh, go down actually I had to go west into uh, Route 66 to the Fairfax connector down to um, I-95 in Springfield, Virginia, back up through around the Beltway on the eastern side and back up to Laurel, Maryland. It took me about eight hours that day to get home. And they closed off D.C. And that was uh, pretty much it uh, for the day. I do remember when I sat outside on my deck when I got home um, and looked up in the sky and the birds weren't even singing there were no planes flying and it was a very quiet and ominous day and I remember that I worked at the Navy Command Center in um, 1989 through 91 when I was in the Navy that is the D-ring fourth floor and that is the section that got blown up and destroyed and um, I remember uh, working there so, um, but anyway, those are uh, memories that I wanted to share with you about this weekend. And I'm recording this today on 9-11-2021. And um, I'll never forget. That is flash memory. You don't forget things like that. And please tell the story, if you are old enough, to your children and your grandchildren to let them never forget what happened on 2001-9-11. Okay, let's get into our music. And uh, here is a statement that I read. Uh, September 11th, 2020, uh, 2001 revealed heroism in an ordinary people who might have gone through their lives never called upon to demonstrate the extent of their courage. And that is by Geraldine Brooks. Um, there have been several conspiracy theories and everything else and a movie made about Flight 93 in Shanksville and how it could have gone to the Capitol. Um, just remember, this was an attack on our country and we were so united as a country. And now 20 years later, we are more divided now than we ever have been. What happened to that? What happened to that unification between everyone, um, all people, all races, all creeds, all colors, and now it's just a division between red and blue. 
we got to get back to the unification of this country like we did on September 12th, 2001. Okay, and that's my statement, and I'm sticking to it. Let's get into our music. Here is Baja Maria by Bob Baldwin, Rendezvous by Herb Alpert, and Right Now by Herbie Mann, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
And that was Right Now by Herbie Mann. And uh, let's get into our first story today, shall we? Um, besides being 9-11 and the weekend of 9-11 uh, 20 years ago, I'm going to read you a story that was reposted on goodnewsnetwork.org on, um, in September, I'm sorry, in 2015. A uh, bank that lost 66 workers on 9-11 has paid for all their kids to go to college. And on September 11, 2001, 66 men and women who worked for the investment banking firm Sandler, O'Neill, and Partners on the 104th floor of the World Trade Center lost their lives. In the harrowing days following the terrorist attacks, the company made the decision to set up a foundation to pay college tuition for all 76 children of the fallen colleagues. I called the Sandler O'Neill Foundation and other, the other day to talk about those children and learn that 54 young men and women have had their college tuition paid for so far, with 22 young men and women still eligible. The 54 who are now attending or have attended college have gone to every sort of school imaginable, from Stanford to Notre Dame to community colleges and technical institutes. Four students have attended Boston College, the alma mater of Wells Crother, the 24-year-old Sandler O'Neill employee who saved as many as 12 people in the South Tower before running back upstairs to save as many people and never being seen again. The youngest child eligible was born six weeks after September 11th. When that child graduates from college, the Sandler O'Neill Foundation will cease to exist, except in memory. But what a resounding memory it will be. Andy Armstrong was one of the founders of the foundation. Though he did not work for Sandler O'Neill, he was a friend of Sandler's surviving partner, Jimmy Dune. He and others of Dune's friends and colleagues, as well as banking competitors, helped set up an endowment for the foundation. We were up and running by the end of the first week, Armstrong says. We wanted the families of the lost to know that we would always remember that the passing years would never sweep under the rug. People donated as many millions of dollars to set up the foundation. We have no salaries, no expenses, and no fees to stay extant. I know most of the children who went to college, you wouldn't believe some of the letters they've written in appreciation. I think they're particularly appreciative that we remember their mom or dad in this way. Many of them hardly knew their moms and dads. I called Jimmy Dune at Sandler O'Neill and asked him why he instantly did so very much the right thing and the extraordinary thing. And my screen just bounced because all the ads are going like crazy. This is crazy. I hate this. Um, he said, because I knew that if we were not honorable, then we stood for nothing. I concluded immediately that we would not be intimidated. We would not go out of business. We will come back stronger than ever and be an example of people who worked and lived with honor. And that meant taking care of our people and their children with respect and reverence. So we did that. We figured that we did and how we did it was our way of fighting 
idiots like bin Laden. You know, you know, you want us to fall apart? Then we will survive and flourish. We want to, you want to destroy us? Then we will insist even more on acting with honor. That's what the foundation was for, is for. We want our defiance and reverence to echo for a century so that the grandchildren of our people will know we stood for something and acted honorably when it really counted. And that's a very beautiful thing, ladies and gentlemen. If only we could have everybody in the United States and the entire world act with such honor and reverence. It would be a wonderful thing, wouldn't it? Okay, let's get back into our music. Here is Mix Plate by Hiroshima, Starflight by Howard Lopez, and The Sidewinder by Joshua Redmond, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
That's a little bit of avant-garde jazz for you, thrown into the smooth jazz realm. I hope you liked it. That was Sidewinder with Joshua Redman and Wallace Roney right there on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. And uh, it is a pretty cool song, isn't it? Um, let me get into something that I forgot to do in the very beginning of the show, and that is our weather. It's going to be 69 degrees today. We have some rain projected, about a 67% chance. Winds are going to be west-southwest at 7 miles an hour. Tonight will be cool, 48 degrees, 13% chance of rain, partly cloudy skies during the evening. will give way to cloudy skies overnight, and uh, winds will be light and variable. Humidity will be 90%, and the moon will rise at 1.48 p.m. and set at 10.25 p.m. The sun got up this morning at 6.40 a.m., will set at 7.24, and we're approaching the uh, autumnal equinox. Sun, uh, Monday the 13th, we are going to be, excuse me, let me uh, set this, uh, we're going to be about uh, 71 degrees and 50 at night, and uh, Tuesday will be 67 and 52 with some p.m. showers, about 52%, Wednesday 62 and 44, and uh, some uh, showers as well, 57% chance, partly cloudy on Thursday the 16th, 66 and 47, and Friday will be showers as well straight through Saturday the 18th through Monday the 20th and the 21st is going to be partly sunny or partly cloudy again the glass half full half empty kind of person if you are and we're going to see sun and partly clouds uh, to the 25th of the month so I hope uh, you like that ski reports won't be coming out for another couple of months but you don't want to rush things, do you? Let me get into our next story here, and uh, let me pop it up for you. Uh, this one is, uh, I already read that one. That was the bank one, and let me go to the next one. Sorry about that. The New Orleans levees held passing their first major test in, since Hurricane Katrina. There are several great walls in the world, but this very moment, none are greater than the Wall of Louisiana. The rebuilt levees, which just passed their first test as Hurricane Ida hit the eastern U.S. and parts of the Gulf Coast. The 1.8 mile long, $1.3 billion storm surge barrier along Lake Bourgeon, I think that's how it's said, <laughs> it's got parts of my name in there, is the largest civil works construction project in the history of the United States Army Corps of Engineers, built eight years after Katrina. Storms and two hurricanes have pressed the levees and other defense systems, but Ida is the first one to rival Katrina in fury. As one of the most powerful storms to hit the state since the 1850s, according to National Geographic, it was the moment that the hundreds of contingency planners and millions of residents were waiting for. Would the levees hold? There is no catastrophic flood flooding in New Orleans, reported Rene Poche, a spokesman for the Army Corps of Engineers. The system performed the way it was supposed to. That's a big deal. Of course, saying the levees is to insinuate that defenses like the Great Wall are the only things that stand between Bourbon Street and obliteration. But the wall is the only glorious centerpiece in a network of systems designed to dampen storm surges and funnel rainwater out of the area. 
For example, of the several that were built in the interlude between Katrina and Ida, the Gulf Intercoastal Waterway West Closure Complex is the world's largest pump drainage system built of 1,071 pilings measuring 225 feet long and 26 feet high. It would be capable of filling an Olympic swimming pool in an astonishing four seconds. Together, the wall and the pump are the first line of defense for preventing Lake Bourgogne, I think that's how it said, B-O-R-G-N-E, the Mississippi River Gulf Outlet and the Gulf Intercoastal Waterway from inundating New Orleans. New Orleans East, the Ninth Ward, Gentilly, and St. Bernard Parish with floodwaters. In additional, uh, an additional 192 miles of levees and flood walls over 3,530 acres of levee turf and 244 land-based floodgates have been constructed with 14.5 billion of government money that has poured into Louisiana since Katrina. You can read more about this on goodnewsnetwork.org. Let's get into our final set of music and it looks like we're going to have enough. Here is a four-song set. Still a Friend of Mine by Incognito, Jamaica Winds by Jarid, and The Girl from Ipanema by Stan Getz, and Jao Gilberto, Jao, uh, excuse me, Gilberto, and Rosa Cafe by the Jazz Crusaders.
coisa mais linda, mais cheia de graça Bela menina que vem e que passa Num doce balanço, caminho do mar Moça do corpo dourado, do sol de Ipanema O seu balançado é mais que um poema É a coisa mais linda que eu já vi passar Estou tão sozinho Ah, porque tudo é tão triste Ah, beleza que existe A beleza que não é só minha Que também passa sozinha se ela soubesse que quando ela passa O mundo sorrindo se enche de graça E fica mais lindo por causa do amor
And we'll be right back in just a moment with our second half of Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch right here on KSVU 90.1 FM. And we're back with our second half of Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch right here on KSVU 90.1 FM. Let's get into our second set of music, starting off with After Hour Antenna with Jazzy James Jr., All I Do by Jeanette Harris, Sunny Side Up by Freddie Rival, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
You know, Thailand is making COVID-19 protective gear from upcycled plastic bottles. We all know that recycling is good for the planet in the long run. But now, in a more immediate way, excuse me, had a cord in my throat. It's also being used to save lives as plastic waste is being transformed into PPE for workers on the front lines of the pandemic. At the Thai Tafeta, a textile factory near Bangkok, Thailand, a mountain of discarded plastic bottles has been broken down into filaments, which are then woven into water-resistant fabric used to make personal protective equipment or PPE suits. In addition to the PPE designated for hospitals, the safeguarding outfits are also being distributed to non-medical personnel at high risk for exposure to the virus. A good portion of the fabric dyed in the sex-iconic red-orange hue, that's my dog, sorry about that, has been sent to Thailand's Buddhist temples where monks are overseeing the cremation of coronavirus victims. There are many times where it's very difficult to get a hold of PPE suits. Sometimes, even if you have money, you can't buy them. Abbot Fra Mana Fraram Dalagamagaro of Samat Prakhand province, this is a lot of words here, Chakdang Temple explained to routers. It takes approximately 18 bottles to make PPE suits. An estimated 18 million bottles have been collected and recycled thus far. We're saving lives and the environment as well. Tai Taifeta's head of sales and marketing said, I'm not going to say his name, it's like really long. Which just goes to show that what's good for people is what's good for the planet and vice versa. And you can read more about that on goodnewsnetwork.org. Let's get into our some more, actually, of our second set of music here, second hour, actually, of smooth jazz. And let me uh, go with Catalina Kiss by Acoustic Alchemy, Ain't Nobody by Jeff Lorber. Let's get started by Jeffrey Smith and Harlem Nocturne by Michael Lingden.
Malawi inventor lights up his whole village basically for free, starting with a bicycle in a river. To invent, said Thomas Edison, you need a good imagination and a pile of junk. Colored Nikosi had all the junk he needed and the will to bring electricity to his small village in Malawi. And he not only accomplished his goal, but won an award from the Queen of England using a repurposed corn-shelling machine motor in a fast-moving river. Nikosai created an electric turbine that's now lighting up homes for him and his neighbors for free in the town of Mazimba. Just like Edison, he did a lot of experimenting. And in the beginning, he put a bicycle in the river and brainstormed about how the current moved pedals and how it might be turned into power. Then he used his old refrigerator compressor that converted power for six ohms. His neighbors were clamoring, so he continued to upgrade. According to the self-taught inventor, his latest turbine has the potential to produce enough power to provide electricity to 1,000 homes and says another turbine can be installed downstream to expand the grid. You can see the video of this on goodnewsnetwork.org. The hydroelectric power has added benefit of lessening deforestation by negating the necessity for locals to cut down trees in order to obtain charcoal. In a country where only 11% of the population has access to electricity, having reliable and renewable source of energy has been a game changer, especially in schools. Check that out, huh? Pretty awesome stuff. Let's get into our final set of music on our second half here of Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. Uh, here is Till You Make Up Your Mind by Jesse J, Drop Top by Jeff Golub, Cloud Nine by James Butler, and Hyde Park, the Ah-Ooh song by Jeff Kashua.
And that's our music to close out this week's edition of Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch on KSVU 90.1 FM. And we'll be broadcasting live from the studio by the end of this month. And it's a great thing, too. Our transmitter's back up, and I'll be getting into the studio and uh, out of the <laughs> living room. But you get the idea. Anyway, I hope you had a great weekend and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Please be safe and uh, remember 9-11. It happened 20 years ago. And uh, please just pray for everybody. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll see you next week right here on the radio. Mm-hmm.